It's Thursday, January 20, 2022. It's clear to me that uh, that we're going to have to uh, probably uh, break it up. Biden floats breaking up his Build Back Better bill. Authorities in the Pacific island of Tonga say the country is facing an unprecedented disaster. Volcanic eruption and tsunami cause widespread devastation in Tonga, plus... Exxon pretends to care about the climate. All of that pretend caring and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Why do all people that think pro wrestling is real think climate change is a hoax? It's not a hoax. <laughs> yeah, okay. Facebook's lying to me every day for no reason. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, after months and months and months and months of trying, well, it looks like the Build Back Better bill is going to be broken and built back in itty-bitty pieces. It does appear so. President Biden, in a press conference on Wednesday marking his first full year in office, acknowledged for the first time that his climate and social safety net spending bill, known as Build Back Better, may have to be broken into pieces, along with other potential changes, to appease obstructionist Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of the coal state of West Virginia. The vote of every Senate Democrat is necessary for passage of the $1.75 trillion bill to become law. Biden said talks are ongoing with a number of senators. I think it's it's clear that we would be able to get support for the the $500 plus billion for uh, energy and the environmental issues that are there. I think we can break the package up, get as much as we can now and come back and fight for the rest later. So he's saying that one of the things that he believes they can salvage is the $555 billion for climate action. Right. I I hope he's right, because, boy, I sure think that Joe Manchin wants to take that out of the bill. Good point. On the other hand, Joe Biden knows better what's going on, so I will defer to him. I will be delighted if that passes in any form. It's important to note that the bill's roughly $500 billion in funding for climate would be spread out over 10 years. So that's only about $50 billion a year versus the $700 billion every year that goes to the Defense Department. Correct. Actually, more than $700 billion. In other news, residents of Tonga are grappling with the disaster wrought by a catastrophic volcanic eruption over the weekend that devastated the Pacific Island nation with a tsunami and volcanic ash, both of which have contaminated scarce drinking water supplies. But there is also a climate factor. Volcanic eruptions emit sulfur dioxide gas, and large eruptions in the past have had a temporary cooling effect on the global climate. That's good news. But scientists say preliminary data so far indicates that this eruption is unlikely to do so. So unfortunately, no, it is not going to buy us any extra time by slowing the accelerating pace or impacts of human-caused global warming. On the other other hand, finally a natural disaster that is not caused by climate change? Yeah. 
Also, the tsunami generated by the eruption was so powerful that it caused a devastating oil spill on the beaches of Peru, thousands of miles away across the Pacific Ocean. Because of course it did. Meanwhile, extreme heat records are falling in the southern hemisphere. In South America, Uruguay, Argentina, and Brazil tied or broke all-time national heat records over the past few weeks, straining electric grid infrastructure and devastating crops. Australia also hit a new all-time high national record, tying the all-time hottest temperature ever recorded in the Southern Hemisphere at 123 degrees Fahrenheit. 123 degrees. Yep, the last 45 years have all been hotter than the 20th century average. As man-made global warming continues its relentless progression, that means that anyone born after 1976 has never experienced normal temperatures. They are Totally lying to us on Facebook. Oil giant ExxonMobil this week announced that it will work to achieve net zero emissions by 2050, but only in its operations. Uh Exxon made no commitment to reduce the lion's share of its emissions tied to Exxon's actual business, known as Scope 3 emissions. Those are emissions that come from the actual burning of oil and gas the company ships to market, which makes up about 80% of Exxon's actual emissions. So they're going to cut emissions of their actual operation that creates the stuff that actually creates all of the emissions that is causing the problem we're having. Exactly. Smartly done, Exxon. Finally, some good news. South Australia set a new renewable energy generation record in late December. The state's solar and wind farms and rooftop solar systems together supplied more than 100% of electricity demand for a full week straight. So there's that. Well, there's that, one week at a time. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. It was a good week long.